This episode is brought to you by Paramount Plus. An unlikely friendship begins in the Paramount Plus original movie, Little Wing, starring Brooklyn Prince with Kelly Riley and Brian Cox. Reeling from her parents' divorce, Caitlin steals a valuable bird to save her home, but instead forms a bond with the owner, leading to a new outlook on life. Little Wing, now streaming exclusively on Paramount Plus. Head to ParamountPlus.com to try it free. Rated PG 13. This episode is brought to you by Paramount Plus. Get in, loser! Mean Girls is now streaming on Paramount Plus. Join Katie Heron as she meets the plastics and Tina Fey's new twist on the modern classic. Get ready for more of the rumors, backstabbing, and jokes you loved from the original movie with some fetch surprises. Rated PG 13. Wear pink and head to ParamountPlus.com to try it free. This episode is brought to you by Pepsi Wild Cherry. Pepsi Wild Cherry is bursting with delicious cherry flavor and a sweet, crisp taste that gives you more to go wild for. Getting wild may look different these days, but whether it's opting for a solo Friday binge watch or a big night out, everyone can indulge in their wild side with Pepsi Wild Cherry, also available in Zero Sugar. So grab a Pepsi Wild Cherry and get wild. Hello and welcome to the movie podcast review of Wonka. My name is Daniel. I am one of your hosts today and joining alongside me in my chocolate factory is my fellow chocolatier. It's Anthony. Hello, Anthony. Hello, Oompa Loompa. Oopity. Are you my Oompa Loompa? No. So you're not my chocolate. You're my Oompa Loompa then? Uh, I just wanted to sing that song because it's the only chance I'll sing this song, that song on this <laughs> show. So, uh, but I'll be a chocolatier for sure. I'll be one of those Lindor chocolatiers, you know, with the big chef hat. Oh. And I'm like, oh, with the big chef hat, the ones in the commercials. Chocolate yeah, over. That they're always just like, they look right at you in the commercial too. They're like, don't you like what you see? Yeah. And they're like, yes, yes, I do. I feel like that's such a, an incredible art. Whenever I'm on TikTok and I see like a, a chocolatier and I just see someone like, sculpting something out of chocolate i'm like that is so cool and i think that's a such a a lost art like truthfully it's like magic because they're building cars they build an electric chocolate car the other day i was like what and he ate it after you know like it's it's like what are you doing with this chocolate like what kind of chocolate can sustain you know it's temperature chocolate yeah it's wild it's absolutely wild i am so excited to be talking about Wonka today. Of course, this is a film starring Timothy Chalamet. It's been a very anticipated film and a very talked about movie because I think Charlie in the Chocolate Factory, Willy Wonka in the Chocolate Factory, whatever Chocolate Factory you have grew up loving, um, to have another one, you know, enter that echelon of like iconic films is really special. I think Timothy Chalamet is making some really great moves as an actor so we're really excited to talk all about that and more but of course this is the movie podcast you could catch up brand new episodes all throughout the week with new interviews reviews and episodes and all the latest movies and series shabazz is not with us he is unfortunately stuck in the chocolate factory still so maybe he'll show up uh next week whenever we clean out the pipes maybe i think he got he got augustus glooped you know he got stuck in the chocolate pipes and yeah we're gonna like call in the plumber flying around somewhere 
calling the plumber or you know he ate a he ate a chocolate now he's growing like a blue raspberry or there's there's so what many, else can we I mean, see it, yeah he, it's he's so probably, dangerous yeah. <laughs> it's so dangerous kids should not be allowed he's, he's eating purple now purple now these it's yeah, like violet you're violet violet it's just it's just it's too much I, I i think there should be a warning for these kids before they go to this factory but uh yeah it's it's really fun but yeah this is the movie podcast make sure you follow us on all social media platforms at the movie podcast on instagram x tiktok letterbox wherever you follow us we're so glad that you do we have some really cool videos and interviews dropping very very soon so make sure you go check that out and more including our discussion with the cast of percy jackson and the olympians which is out now let's talk about wonka of course this is a prequel to the beloved film from the 70s it's kind of creating its own thing as well too you know we uh, were speaking for myself I'm, i was a huge fan of the gene wilder willy wonka film growing up and you know also got the johnny depp version in 2006 so we've had no shortage of you know iconic actors playing it and now timothy is literally throwing his hat in the ring for that i want to say thank you to our friends at warner brothers pictures canada for inviting us to watch the film we got to see it at a fan event which was absolutely madness because the star of the film timothy chalamet was there so if you want to see our footage with timothy in the theater go check that out because it's not often that we get you know the stars of the film coming to meet their fans and everything like that but i think warner brothers always does a pretty good job of bringing their you know their their cast out to canada uh remember last year with black adam Dwayne Johnson was here, and then Shazam this year. Um, it's really cool. And to see Timothy in, you know, Yorkdale Mall in Toronto is just awesome. And seeing the fans uh, um, enjoy that. And he even dapped you up, Anthony, which is really funny to see as he was walking by. And so it was a pretty cool experience. That was the thing. I put my hand out to dap him, and he didn't. He actually just looked past me. He missed? He didn't even miss. He, he didn't oh, even try it. I just thought he shook the person's hand next to me. And I'm like, okay, yeah. I, I'm going to dap him. I don't want to shake his hand because I just feel like that's, I think that's he's easier, more of a right? dapper guy. But he yeah, just, he's a dapper guy for he sure. He passed me like I was yeah. not even chocolate. I was, <laughs> I was something less than chocolate. So um, no, no. I, but I, mean, I will remember it was a, it was that. A crazy theater. One day we'll you have remember? that story when, when I'm talking to T uh, Timothy Chalamet, Shals, I call him. Um, uh, T Shals. T Shals on the T Shore. But yeah, he yeah. he missed my. Friend. It sucks. <laughs> he missed your dab. It's okay. It's okay. Next time, next time we'll make sure you get the dab for sure. Uh, but Wonka releases in theaters on December fifteenth. It has a all-star cast which we're going to be talking about very very soon but let's get right into our first reactions anthony i would love for you to start us off give us your thoughts on wonka 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 well you know willie wonka and the chocolate factory was never a franchise that i connected with as a kid but i respected it you know gene wilder as wonka he gave so much life to the character and you know that's one thing that i will always remember is gene wilder as willy wonka and also it was probably one of the biggest uh leap forwards in musical fantasies since wizard of oz for that time but for me it was like one of those movies one and done i watched it i'm like okay that's cool i like chocolate and I think that's where a lot of the my Wonka-ness comes, like my Wonka connection comes to is like, oh, the chocolate part. And it's especially nerds. Nerds were, can we just, can I just say nerds is probably the, one of the top five candies ever made. Like not chocolate, uh, yeah, like uh, candy, not candy. Not chocolate. Candies itself. Candy. Nerds are legit 
delicious. And they have these new nerds clusters. They literally look like something that Wonka made in this film. It's like the gummies. I haven't tried the those. It's, it's, you got to try them, dude. They're really good. Like his nerds for They're me really were like, good. they were like crack. Sorry to say it, but they were like crack for kids. And oh. you would go to school yeah. playgrounds and it was just like, you knew you were doing something illegal, but they were just who, nerds. Who has the nerds? And you have who has like the, the nerds? The two flavors, and you open the box, and you would pour one out, and you're like, well, "How much do you want right now, kid? I got the purple Yo, stuff." No. And then like, and it's <laughs> like that, you, you were like these are, these drugged are kids out talking fiends in this situation on, on, on candy, and yeah, and, that's, and then you had the kids in the corners with the Popeye sticks too. Yes, saying, you would pretend you want it was some of these cigarette? Popeye sticks. Yes, 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 yes. <laughs> um, candy was always such a. It was. The this uh, what is was the candy is the currency man candy the currency is the currency of the was subliminally yeah. it was like also like somewhat of a our drugs our drugs right yeah <laughs> <laughs> but getting back to the movie uh, for someone who doesn't really care about the Wonka franchise I think Paul King did a good job at telling the story of Wonka and you know crafting memorable moments with the Candy Man and there's a lot of call back to the original story of Wonka. I've never read the book, but I felt like this is what the book would have felt like, you know, if I was reading it and, and just the aesthetic of the, the, the world that he built, there's, there's something about the, the, the vibe that we got from this Willy Wonka. That's completely different from the other ones. And it's a good thing, but it's also not the best thing for the franchise. And if I was looking at Paul King's work, you know, Paddington one and two, I would say there's a lot more risk taken with those movies than Wonka. And and that's fine. I think Wonka is a fine film, but I just feel like there should have been a little bit more risk taken rather than going that traditional route of the story. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. It almost felt like it was this tale that was just captured from the book. But I know this is not a story that was, this is just an original story of Willy Wonka and what he did in the past, what he, what right. his early years look like. Yeah. Because the books, the books itself are like Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. And then there's Charlie and the Great Glass Elevator. And I'm sure there's more Wonka books after that. Um, but yeah, this is something that they were telling like, okay, let's go back a little bit. And then, and it's interesting because the Tim Burton film, they also give Wonka an origin in that one where you, he's like his dad's a dentist and he was never allowed to eat chocolate. So it's like, right. that's like, it's interesting. That's like, you have this one that feels a lot more traditional and in the world of the Gene Wilder film. And then you have the Tim Burton one that took so much more of a creative risk in doing right. something different. And it was so different. So it, it's interesting that this one, I think, is bringing the road kind of back to that Gene Wilder one for sure. Right. And overall, it's it's a funny and charming and really family focused film. I, I love the messaging behind it, the importance of kindness and doing what's right and all that. Like that's that's the biggest thing with Willy Wonka is his his drive to do right for people around him. And that's a big takeaway for this this film. And biggest standouts for me were production design and and performances and costumes. I think Olivia Coleman being one of the 
the biggest standouts for the film. She is such an amazing actress and you know, she plays a villain and you feel like she is a villain in this movie. And like in terms of the characters that we are introduced to, a lot of these characters feel like caricatures of what I would have read in the story, which is really, really nice. Yeah. Uh, Daniel, you were saying that they all feel like very villainous people. Yeah, there's no like ifs, ands, or buts. Like, okay, these are the villains of it. They're like cartoonish evil because they're supposed to be these representations of this is the clear good and this is the clear bad. And I think that's something that's like present in, you know, obviously the Paddington films, but also in just Royal Dolls books in general, where you look at like Matilda, witches, like all of these other films, there are clear um, villains in it. And I think it's like funny because like these actors, like Olivia Coleman gets to just be free and be just outright dastardly like they're dastardly they're literally like twiddling their hands and just like doing evil things um but it's fun because like you're watching that because they're such great actors so even though they're hamming it up there's so much more of a like okay like i get that you know it's it's easy to cheer for the good guys because the bad guys you're just like no you you cheer for them to lose right so it's like it's an interesting balance i think it's intentional for sure yeah no and they they do a good job like paul does a great job of capturing that one thing that i was i guess i was i wasn't shocked but it was just it felt so different was timothy chalamet's portrayal of willy wonka because growing up willy wonka from what I remember, was zany and wacky and neurotic. And Timothy Chalamet played this character very much like an ordinary man who loves to make chocolate. And he doesn't have the same characteristics that I feel like that are just part of Willy Wonka and, and just growing up with him and seeing him in commercials and just understanding who he is. He's very tamed. He's very just a simple dude. And at times it felt like I was watching Timothy Chalamet just in a costume rather than Willy Wonka on screen. And I, I, a lot of times throughout this movie, I kept asking myself, is, is, is Timothy Chalamet a character actor? Like, is he someone, and I was going through his library in my head and like, I'm really haven't seen other than Paul Atreides. He, where there's not really much of a presence of him being something completely different than what he is in real life. And I don't know if that makes sense to you, but it, it, it feels like, man, this is just Timothy just in costume. Great performance, good performance, a lot of yeah. musical aspects, but it just, he didn't give it that oomph that Willy Wonka needed for this film. He just didn't give that, that, that electricity that I was expecting from, from a character like that. But I, I do find that Timothy did a fantastic, he did a great job. Like he played the character, but I was just, expecting a little bit more from him or a lot more from him. I think that's a great spot for, for, for me to jump in. Cause I, I, I really do want to talk about Timothy's performance. Um, and I really liked his performance in this film. I think it's very uh, whimsical. It's more nuanced and it's a lot more toned down. So it feels a little bit more layered, but when you look at, yeah, for sure. When you look at what Gene Wilder did, there are moments with Gene Wilder that I feel like I don't know what move this guy's going to make next. Like there's like that unpredictability to it. And then almost very similar with Johnny Depp's performance in the 2006 film where he was just like, just really weird in that film. He was a really, is a really 
weird portrayal of Willy I've Wonka, never, but it's Tim Burton. I've never seen it. I just, I've seen pictures of him and it just, yeah, it was, you should watch it one day. Scary to see it, at times. It feels like a fever dream and it's the most 2006 movie out there, but Timothy's coming in and I feel like he's channel, channeling his Gene Wilder, but he's also chan- channeling, I think the beginnings of the character of Willy Wonka, where there's Willy, like the person. And I think what he's going to become is that over the top, you know, chocolatier that's, you know, that just out there, you know, neurotic kind of, you know, persona that he's going to eventually take on. So I'm feeling like we saw glimpses of that in, in Timothy's performance where he was, where you would see it and he's like, do you want this, 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 or it was absolutely nuts or like something like that, where, where he's, that performance is coming through, but it's like tone there. It's like not there yet. So I'm curious to see if we do get a sequel to this film, how his Wonka is going to progress. That's a really weird sentence to say. So I'm like, like how is Willie's going to progress? Like I, I just, I'm, I'm curious even worse, man. I know I'm going to say, I'm going to continue to say it with Wonka, but it's, it's just funny like to, to see that. But I, I think that the, 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 those moments are there. Those moments of like, okay, I see, I see where his performance is going and it does feel very layered. And I think he is going to hopefully, if he gets to play this character again, like I was saying, develop that more and bring that forward more. Do I think this film needs a sequel? I don't think you need to do a sequel to this film. I mean, I'd love to revisit these characters again, maybe, but the way this story ends, you know, it comes next. So I don't think you typically, or I don't think you necessarily really need to revisit this role, but that's a conversation for another day. What I do really want to talk about is the film as a whole. And I think what I love so much about Wonka is that there is not a cynical bone in this movie there is not a cynical frame of this film it is so full of hope and is so full of love that you can't help but just be you know just disarmed by it like you're just like oh my gosh like you're sitting there and you're just like this film is just so endearing and so full of love and it's very similar to the vibes of the paddington films it looks very similar um where you're just like this film is just about family it's not about you know the chocolate and it's not about the craziness of the factory and the Oompa Loompas. It's about the people and it's about this love of being together and sharing with one another and having a dream and chasing that dream. And that's what I love so much about it. That's what really disarmed me about this film where I was just like, Oh my gosh, like it's just not cynical. And it's, it's been a while since I've seen a film that is just not cynical of itself, not making fun of itself. It just, it's just fun. And I think that's what this film is really beginning to end. My biggest issues with Wonka. And I think, um, you and I shared that sentiment, Anthony, is that I think even though it's just under two hours, the pacing of it definitely feels a little bit long in some moments, especially right in the middle, you know, that's, you know, caramel middle feels like, you know, we could, we could, tighten this up a little bit more uh but because i loved the world i was in i'm not remembering the lulls as much i'm remembering more just the good time i had with it and i think paul king is a director that you know we've seen what he what he's done with paddington we've seen now what he's done with wonka i know he's not coming back for paddington 3 even though he's writing it and producing it um i'm just so interested to see what he does next because it reminds me a lot of when we had like chris columbus coming in and doing these films that were just uh, like these, you know, family focused films that become these endearing and these 
everlastingly long, like loved movies that kids of all generations will grow up watching. And I think Wonka has the potential to be that. I think it's coming out at a great time. It's coming out in a month where there's not a lot of family films. So kids will be able to go to the theater, watch this with their families and just fall in love with this new world. And that's what really did it for me. I think there's so much just charisma and, you know, charm that is in this film that is just so easy to fall in love with it. What'd you think of like the, the musical aspect of this film? Because for me, a lot of the songs didn't really hit home. Like it didn't stick with me, even though there were great performances on screen and they were great for that, that what I'm watching at that time, but it was nothing that I took away and said, that's a great song. I really enjoyed it. Cause we just came off of the color purple. And when I left right. the theater, I'm like, man, that music and that the performances in those that musical sequence really felt good. I felt great about it. I kept thinking about it when I left home with Wonka. I just felt, yes, they're great and fantastic, but they just weren't catchy enough for me to be that I want to hear that soundtrack. I want to hear that song. I got you. There was um there's there's a couple songs. I have I have the list here. The obviously uh the scrub scrub song was uh was a fun one that they were like kind of when he's at the the this place with olivia coleman's character and they're like learning how to wash the or maintain the the hotel or whatever that they're in i think i really like that song the other song that i really loved was like you've never had chocolate like this that's like with the whole cast where it's like that's where like that's like kind of like the big middle section of the film where you're like people are really discovering chalk uh, like wonka's um like chocolate and everything like this and i really like the song where um they're uh they're bribing keegan michael key's character yes yes um, yes, yes so that that was a, that was a really fun moment too but i think the songs aren't on aren't on what are on display as much where it's more those characters doing it so the, the songs in this film don't feel as much of they are songs at or they are delivering the plot in musical form if that makes sense no definitely yes and, and- yeah like I said, I think the performances stand out more than anything else in this in this movie. Yeah. One definitely. thing that I also noticed is a lot of the, like I, I celebrated the production design because it's it's taking place in this big city, big glass open buildings, really really large. It feels very much like the characters and the costumes have a Grand Budapest look to them. I'm not saying yes, hundred percent. Like just the hats, the the police, how they they look, and and how they operate with the cars and all that. It, it has that old timey, but also artistic look to to what it's trying to portray. Uh, but I also found that it lacked color. Like there isn't color as much as I thought there would be in a Willy Wonka film until maybe when you know he starts to establish himself a little bit. But I always remember like color being a big concept to Willy Wonka and in this world that we're looking at the city it just felt very cold and gray and I'm not too sure if that was done on purpose or if that's just something that they really didn't look at in terms of telling the story I don't know if you you felt the same way I just felt it was very concrete a lot of the time yeah and I I feel like that was intentional because it's not really till Wonka comes into the picture that he's you know wearing the purple coat and then you see his candy and his candy I think stands out so much against the backdrop of that world because everything is very cold and concrete and then you see his candy that just these bright bursts of color than when he has the shop and things like that. So I do, I do think it was intentional, 
um, because you you definitely feel the contrast between the two. Um, but yeah, I, I but I definitely felt it, especially when you see him, you know, coming to the town and you're just like, oh, wow, this is very cold feeling. And then I think as the movie goes on, it, it really does start to warm up really quickly, though, going back to the music, Joel B. Talbot, who did the score for the film, really beautiful. Um, there's hints to the larger themes of, of the Wonka that you know and love from the past with the Oompa Loompa theme and obviously pure imagination, which I truly believe is one of the greatest, you know, film songs written of all time. Um, and Timothy sings it and he does a really good job. He's not the strongest or the most powerful singer, I should say. So it definitely feels like there's, um, you know, when you hear somebody singing, you're like, okay, this feels a little bit more enhanced than what you're used to him singing or it feels a little bit more like he's talking it but he still gives a really great performance in those songs and it's hard not to get goosebumps when you hear that song because it is such a powerful film song he gave it all like he gave it his all when it came to singing he is not the strongest and i don't think he comes he doesn't come from a musical background so it's also a risk that he's you know taking on a, a role where he has to sing but for whatever we got i thought it, w- it was great it was good it was it, yeah. it wasn't the gene wilder good but it's second good <laughs> i don't, don't want to say yeah. It's, yeah but he can dance and we know yes. from that video of timothy chalamet dancing in high school he could dance he can 100%. definitely dance he can, can we dance. talk about hugh grant yeah. as the oompa loompa because he's scary like i like hugh grant always had a face like if I were to paint him orange, he kind of would look like an Oompa Loompa. But now that he is an Oompa Loompa, <laughs> he, he really, and I know he hated playing this character because I remember him saying like the, the amount of work I had to go through every day to just be this character was a lot. Um, I enjoyed it as much as I think he hated it. I enjoyed it. I enjoyed his presence because he doesn't play a typical Oompa Loompa. He's someone who's very stern and has a, a point in his life where he is uh direct and he is not taking no crap from no one and he's going to get what he wants so it's a different portrayal of what we're so used to of, of an oopaloopa just being a soldier in the willy wonka army yeah that's that's it's funny you mentioned that because i think what i was so worried about in the in the trailers for this film and i think the big consensus when these trailers were dropping were like okay Timothy looks cool as Wonka. He looks good. The visuals look great. And Paul King, being the director, gave this film a lot of leeway when it came to people's perceptions of it. Because when I first saw it, I'll, I'll be completely honest. I'm like, oh, this kind of reminds me, not not visually or anything like that, but it kind of reminds me a little bit like of an SNL sketch of like, oh, like Timothy's playing Wonka in a sketch or in a, like a little short that they're doing. But it it almost like did a disservice for me then going into it. I'm like, Oh my God, no, this is, this is actually wonderful. This is great. But going to the Oompa Loompas, I'm like, okay, how much are they going to be in this film? They've always been very, um, I think controversial as time has gone on too. with like, okay, he just has these, you know, Oompa Loompas that he's making work for him and they're doing all this stuff. And I, I kind of like that. This film touched on like, no, no, like this Oompa Loompas, you know, hunting him almost, or he's coming to take his chocolate because, you know, Wonka took his chocolate, his cocoa beans. So now he's kind of coming to get him. Um, he's not, uh, you know, Hugh Grant's not in this film a lot. So whenever he does show up, I'm like, oh, that looks great. Yeah, he's a little scary looking, but I think he's as scary looking as anyone who has, who's orange and green hair. Like they're, they're, it was eight inches tall. Um, they're, they're very, 
unsettling to look at, but I think they played on that. And when you have someone like Hugh Grant, who's very just monotone, very proper British playing it and playing it not for laughs. He's literally just playing it. So like the straight man um, and a joke, like he is, it makes it even funnier because he's just like, nah, this is what a Loompa Loompa does. Like he's just going to relax and chill, steal your chocolate and then dip out of there. It's not like there's no pause for laughter type jokes with him. And I, and I really liked how they handled the Oompa Loompas in this. And again, should we ever get a sequel to this film? I would like to see how their relationship with one another, you know, grows from there. But that just kind of brings me to the overall cast of this film. There is such an incredible cast of characters in Wonka. And I think that's what really stood out to me. And, and yes, we spoke about the villains, how they're, you know, cartoony and dastardly and all that. But then you look at people like, you know, Keegan Michael Key, who, who he plays the police chief in this, really, really funny, not a good person in this film. But you like his character because every time he comes back, you kind of see how he's changed a little bit. Um, you have Patterson Joseph, Matt Lucas, Matthew Baton, Hallie, uh, sorry, Sally Hawkins, who's not in this film a lot, but when she is, it's like she's just tugging on your heartstrings. She's so well used in it. Rowan Atkinson, another one. I think that's uh, when he showed up, our theater just lit up with applause yeah. because so many people grew up either with Mr. Bean or Johnny English or whatever. One of his many, you know, projects, Rowan Atkinson is, is legendary. So to see him in this um, was great again, not in it a lot, but when he was in it, he got some great laughs. Um, Call a lane who is noodle in this film. Mm -hmm. I think she was so great. She, I think she has a lot of the heart of this film. Um, she's at the center of this, you know, treat of a film she's she's really really well used I, and i really loved her performances any other performances for you anthony that stood out in the film no like the performances are really what stands out it's i think for me where it's the story it just felt very safe and there's a sequence where willie goes to an island and he grabs the, the bean off the tree and i'm like man i wish we went on adventures with willy wonka mm -hmm. rather than be stuck in this city and even though it's a great, like we were talking about the great performances. The story is what really I felt played it safe and traditional. And I wanted something bigger and better from it. Just yeah. like we got bigger, big performances and great, great casting. I just felt like those two things didn't match. I get you. And, and yeah, I think when we do see the little glimpses of him going and traveling and he's talking about, you know, in the songs he's singing about it, or, you know, when he's telling people like, yeah, I got this from here and this is bottled and this is from Manila and this like, you're like, yeah, like you almost want to go around the world with Willy Wonka. You could take that name if you want Warner brothers. If you want to do a sequel, call it around the world with Willy Wonka. I think that's pretty good. But yeah, I think that'd be like a cool like story to tell where he is journeying around the world and meeting all these different people and these unique characters and, you know, telling the story because there's, there's glimpses of that in this film. I'm like, man, like that'd be a really cool thing to explore again. Should there be a sequel to it? Uh, but yeah, you're, you're totally right. It is a safe story. It's not something that's going to blow you away of, you know, how different it is. But I also think that's by design where it feels like it's telling you something. It's giving you something that is just like chocolate. It's delicious. It's fun. It's instantly gratifying and you're going to remember it, but then maybe you want to get some more. You're going to revisit, want to revisit it one day, but it's, it, it is, it is a safe story for sure. But I hope that because it is a safe story, it, it, 
allows audiences to connect with it more to you know to fall in love with it more and to really see the performances that shine through anything else you want to talk about anthony before we wrap up this chocolate bar of an episode today i'm going to say choco no no more choco Choco no no. (laughs) i love it anthony start us off with your final recommendation for wonka this is going to be an edit to your queue uh but you know it is the holiday season and there's a lot of families looking to go out and enjoy a movie i think it's a great family film i just don't think it's something that you need to run to the theater for if you're just a general audience or even maybe you're interested in watching it i think that's something you could wait for when it comes to home release or on a streaming service but again if you're looking for a family film to watch during the the holiday break wonka is that movie for you if you're looking for a musical Maybe not. I probably would suggest go watch Color Purple. Yeah, you know, I, I'm, you know, I'm going to say Wonka is a watch it for me. I, I think Wonka is wonderful. I think it's just filled with charm and creativity. And I think seeing Timothy Chalamet doing a role that, you know, requires a little bit more of him to be a character and, and lean into those moments. You see those glimpses of that in here. And I'm really excited to see how, you know, this character grows or how he grows as an actor after this film. You could tell that there is such a love for this character and for this world. Um, and I just had a great time with it. I think there's some really great musical numbers. There's some incredible sequences in this film as well, too. And if you grew up loving um, Willy Wonka on the Chocolate Factory or Charlie in the Chocolate Factory, there is so much here for you. So I think for me, it's a watch it. Go see it with your family. I think there's so much just love and imagination and creativity in this and your family will love it. This is a film that is perfect for this time of year. It's going to be is you know when we talk about like alternative Christmas movies, Anthony, where it's like yeah. this isn't a Christmas movie, but it feels like it is because it brings you all those same emotions that Christmas does. I think that's what exactly what, what Wonka was for me. And yeah. yeah, just delightful. I just had a great time with it. Thank you so much to Warner Brothers for inviting us to watch a film. Of course, if you want to check out Wonka in theaters, it is releasing this week, December 15th, exclusively in theaters. You can go check it out. Of course, if you want to keep up with everything we're doing here on the movie podcast, make sure you follow us on all social media platforms, X, Instagram, TikTok, Letterboxd, wherever you are, the movie podcast will be there. We have lots of interviews, lots of reviews, and lots of episodes coming out before the end of the year. So stay tuned for all of that, including our exclusive interviews with the cast and director of rebel moon zach snyder will be on the movie podcast next week so stay tuned for all of that and more there's so much to look forward to we're so excited to share it with you check out our show notes below for everything you need to know and more to watch the video version of this uh, of this drop us five stars leave a like it goes a long way for us and join our discord we'll be opening up a wonka discord channel on friday we know this film is out already in some parts of the world where you listen or where you watch us. So please join on in. Let's talk about it. Let's have a great time. And let's just bask in the holiday season together. That was this time with the movie podcast. And we'll see you next. <laughs>